didn't someone do a re-edit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, lots ooh, of people. Ooh, I thought it was like Topher Grace. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was him. No, no I, he did yeah, do he one, did. but his oh really? His, okay, his version is not commercially available, but he's apparently shown it to some people who have been like very oh. impressed with it. Oh, like it's not even out there in the right. in the pirate sphere, right? Okay, unlike the despecialized editions, which yeah, I have to go buy the Blu-rays of the original trilogy so I can semi-legally download the despecialized editions. But I've been heavily looking into them because I watched the uh, the original trilogy bonus disc ones oh, yeah. that are on the DVDs. It was basically watching like VHS quality. <laughs> it's unfortunate that that's how they did it, but yeah, and there's some very heavy like digital like noise reduction artifacts and weird things like that and those just like ah oh, just need to go get these these specialized editions but right now i'm actually doing hobbit fan cuts at the moment oh to mm. make them more like the book and less with you know cut out all the crap oh okay like 80 percent of all the movies like <laughs> just random stuff that never happened uh yeah so it depends on there's, there's a number of cuts available and i think there's one that takes the three movies and puts them down to like two hours but the one i'm looking at right now is somewhere like three to four hours okay because each one of those is like two and a half to three hours each one of those movies uh i think the first two are like three and then the third one's two and a half but uh then there's the extended editions that add such and such footage so i bought the hobbit extended edition box a little while back partly so i could legally download fan cuts of that as well (laughs) Well, as legally as one can legally do it, right? <laughs> Morally <Sure>. legal. Right. <laughs> Ethics, you know. Ethical. And the thing I noticed about that box set compared to the Lord of the Rings run is that the Lord of the Rings one like has like a detailed like breakdown of like this scene is new. This scene has extended footage. This scene is the same as the theatrical version, right? It's like a little card included. Yeah, the Hobbit has nothing like that. It doesn't even tell you like how much footage is extended or anything. Oh, it <laughs> just slips it in there. Yeah, it's like, oh, I guess I just got to kind of look this up, huh? Or rely on my faulty memory. Yeah, I'm, I've been talking for like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we just started. Yeah, it's, it'll be the latest intro <laughs> that we've ever done. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And my name is Adam Gobeski. And we have with us a, a very special guest. His name is Paul Wilcox. Hey. <laughs> I think you're going to say Giamatti. Really? <laughs> yeah. could, it really could have been any Paul <laughs> with that yeah. lead up. I was uh, already I, racing through the most likely Pauls. I briefly debated uh, Wilcox Paul was not one of them. <laughs> and then we'd have to stick in the clip from Mac and me. Right. Like. Exactly. <laughs> no. That was actually the next thought I had was like, I don't have Mac and me queued up, so I don't know if I can do Paul Rudd. <laughs> or, or Paul Reiser, I could be pitching my latest book. Uh, <laughs> can I name a single Paul Reiser book? I feel, I definitely like know that there is one, at least. Hmm. Yeah. I just keep coming up with Bill Cosby book titles, like oh. Fatherhood and things. Oh, yeah. Didn't he have one that was like Baby something? Well, that's why. That's what it. It was something like that. Yeah. Guess we gotta look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what a this riveting is, start to the podcast. <laughs> it's couplehood, good, it's good radio right here. <laughs> couplehood, babyhood, familyhood. 
Right. I knew it couldn't be parenthood. That's what my mind kept going to, right? Yeah. Oh, that's the that's the whole title. Like that's the title. No, those are three books. Oh, wait, three so. books by Paul Reiser. Yeah, three books by Paul Reiser. Complete the trilogy. <laughs> wow, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize what I was suggesting. Do those have extended editions? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I know they have fan cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Slim them all down to a, a nice thirty pages each. <laughs> Just get rid of the foreword altogether. This is fluff. (laughs) It's actually in a Reader's Digest condensed books collection. (laughs) I think it won an award. (laughs) Only the condensed version, though. Yeah, for for best edit. (laughs) So uh, a little while back, I was in uh, Maryland for a conference. Which conference was it? Uh, It's called SALT. It's actually an acronym that stands for semantics and linguistic theory. Mm. It's sort of like the big national semantics conference. So it's quite prestigious to be involved in any way. Nice. So I was co-presenting a poster with my advisor. So that was cool. But uh, the key thing to note here is that the University of Maryland is close to both Washington, D.C. and Delaware. So I got to hang out with Alex in person and we did some stuff around D.C. and did some stuff around in Delaware. Hmm. Fun. Yeah. D.C. was cool. Uh, I'd never actually been to D.C. before. Didn't do much. Just kind of walked around like half the National Mall. And How many monuments did you see? I saw the Washington Monument, the World War II Memorial, uh, the Lincoln Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial, and the Women's Vietnam Memorial. Uh, we did walk vaguely past the White House as well. And then, you know, just various buildings. Because D.C. is one of those places, right, where you just walk and like, oh, hey, there's the Treasury. And, oh, there's the Justice Department. Oh, there's the EPA for three more weeks. So. <laughs> uh, Soon as Starbucks. <laughs> so that was cool. And then I got, I did get to actually meet Alex's roommates in Delaware. Well, oh. two of the three. <laughs> they do exist. They do exist. And uh, when I met them, they had a joke where they were like, oh, you do exist. <laughs> i was like oh we say the same thing about you guys like the uh santa claus m&m commercial right <laughs> yeah basically exactly like that so, <laughs> so delaware was, was cool just kind of hung out for a, a day or so actually a day and a half because uh, i was scheduled to fly out of baltimore at about 5 30 on monday so i went to delaware sunday afternoon hung out with alex till about monday morning till about like noon and i was like well i've got a, some time to kill it takes me according to google it's going to take me about an hour and a half to get from delaware to baltimore washington international the thurgood marshall airport so it's like all right so if i give myself like two and a half hours i should be fine that'll give me time to go through the gates and tsa and all that stuff so i'm kind of just you know puttering around the area just kind of killing time a little bit eventually i was like all right it's about time to go so I get on the uh, on the, the main interstate. Google Maps more or less immediately routes me off down like a whole bunch of back roads. And I'm like, well, this is weird, but there must be like some sort of accent or something. They're just trying to route me around it. So I can tell that I'm not the only one following Google Maps because there's a whole line of cars driving down back roads that very likely don't get much traffic on them, mm. including six tour buses. <laughs> that are like that are like 10 cars ahead of me consequently this is slowing me down quite a bit because tour buses don't 
like to go fast down back country roads. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. So eventually at some point, Google's like, okay, the fastest route is to get back on the interstate now. So I was like, all right. And I look at my time, like, I'm still good on time. This isn't a big deal. So I drive probably about 10, 15 miles, and then we just slow way down. And I'm looking at Google Maps because I got it open. And I can just see anyway the red bar just extending for about four or five miles, saying that, you know, traffic's pretty bad. So I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, okay. I was pretty good. I'm still probably good right now. You know, takes me like half an hour to get through that five mile stretch. Then we start going again. Then about 10 miles after that, we hit another one. Another just basically complete slowdown. This one's actually even worse than the last one. And that there's basically just no one moving. Apparently like an accident had happened four or five hours earlier. And we're still getting the effects of it. And I'm just sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm going from... Well, I'm probably good. So while I should be good, I might be good. So this is not good. Yeah, I'm just watching the clock just keep ticking and the estimated time of arrival on Google Maps just uh, getting further and further along. Like to the point where I've started to mentally rehearse in my head what I'm going to say to the gate agent. So I'm like, hey, I missed my flight. What can we do? <laughs> so... We eventually who misses their flight? Come on. Yeah, only losers. (laughs) This has never happened before. We have no accommodations for you. (laughs) So eventually, like probably 45 minutes later, I get through that part. And then after that, it's like clear sailing. And it's one of those like annoying clear sailings, right? Where you can you can tell at one point long ago there was an accident on the side of the road because there's still like a police car just sort of like chilling. But at, everything else has long since been cleared up and yet you're still going like five miles an hour. And then once you pass that point, suddenly when everyone's back up to 65, <laughs> it's like, uh people. So I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, okay, it's going to be tight, but I think I can do this because I'm driving a rental car at this point, remember? So I have to actually return the rental car as well. I can't just drive it straight to the terminal. You can't just pull a Louis C.K. and just leave it there <laughs> and say, well, it's there. Do you want your car? <laughs> I suspect legal action would happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, even just at the fact, rental car aside. So I'm like trying to make up lost time by just like speeding. And no matter how much I speed, Google refuses to let me catch up any time. Like, it's still like, oh, yeah, you're going to get there at 4.50, and P.S., your uh, plane leaves at 5.30, and you still have to get through the gate and onto the through the terminal and stuff. Ha, ha, ha. It didn't actually say that, but that was the subtext. I could tell. <laughs> That's usually what they, they want to say. Yeah. And so I'm driving, and then, like, 10 miles away from the, the airport, well, the, the car rental drop-off, like, we slow down again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's just no way I'm going to make it at this point. I am. I'm going to miss my flight. Well, it turns out that one only lasted for about a mile. Then we got to go again. So that that only set me back like five, ten minutes. So I dropped the rental car off. I haven't had any time to fill it up with gas. Just like, all right, I guess I'm just apparently going to pay whatever exorbitant rate you're going to charge me. Although it turns out I didn't because I had filled it before I left in Delaware. So I'd only used up like two or three gallons. And when the guy checked, like checked it, he was like, yep, you're good. No charges. So great. Anyway, so that happened. So I drop off the car, get no charges, head to the bus, get on the bus and the, on the shuttle shuttle bus says, 
it'll, it's a, an average of eight minutes to get to the airport. And I'm looking at the clock and it's like, at this moment, it is 4.55. And my flight leaves at, let me, hold on, let me get this. I have the, the thing here. <laughs> the flight departs at 5.23. Oh, wow. All right. So boarding, mm. start, boarding starts at 4.53. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do the best I can. And when I miss my flight, I miss my flight. So the bus has to make like six stops. But fortunately, I'm stop number two. And somebody apparently was looking out for me because when I got off and went up to the TSA checkpoint, there was literally no one else there. Really? There was no line or anything. I was able to go straight in, get my stuff checked, and I got through TSA in five minutes. So at this point, it's now five o'clock and the plane leaves in 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay. So I pick up my my, uh, luggage suitcase and I find where my gate is and I start running toward the gate. This is the point at which I learned that the shorts I'm wearing are slightly too big for me and are in danger of falling down when I run. (laughs) And the backpack I'm wearing is constantly slamming into my back because I have a laptop in it and stuff. So I'm doing this weird, awkward thing where I'm holding a suitcase and then also holding my pants up while simultaneously trying to stop the, the backpack with the same hand from slamming into my back constantly. And so I make it to the gate and... Just as they announce, okay, priority boarding, come on. I was like, oh, yes, I have time to pee. Because P.S., I have had to pee since I basically, 30 minutes after I left Delaware. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'll just pull over and do it. Or I'll just do it at the airport. I was like, nope, apparently I'm going to have to pee on the plane. (laughs) But in the event, I didn't do it. Got on the plane. Uh, Actually ended up being like one of the first people in my group to board. Because I was just standing right there. So I'm just sitting there like sort of panting in the seat, just like sweating profusely because, you know, I'm not dressed for running. It's like, ah, but I made it. I made it onto the flight. Nice. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. Well, I guess there are kind of spoilers because you weren't like, hey, I'm doing this from, uh, I assume you're home. Yeah, I'm not in the hotel right now. I live here now, turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Guys ever seen the movie The Terminal? It's like that. (laughs) It's like that, except I'm free to leave whenever I want. I just choose not to. (laughs) Well, here I can get the free Boingo Airport Wi-Fi. I just have to keep re-signing in every hour. (laughs) You have to keep clearing the cache on your web browser. (laughs) So that gives you the free trial again. Well, you just got to keep going into private mode, incognito, and then just clearing it. Yeah. So anyway, so halfway through the flight, five-hour flight, it was a direct flight from Baltimore to Phoenix. And uh, they showed The Founder, by the way, which is oh. about Ray Kroc. Michael Keaton as Ray Kroc, the uh, the McDonald's guy. Yeah, I wanted to see that at some point. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good, actually. You learned that Ray Kroc was kind of a dick. Oh. Hmm. It was actually interesting for me because like the movie, like the first half starts out as almost like a like a what's the word I'm looking for? A geography or something. The like super crazy stuff. Yeah. 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 Like the first half is like, oh, Ray Kroc was this forward thinking individual who saw what the McDonald's brothers were doing and, you know, was helping them get it out into the world and stuff. And then like halfway through, it sort of like does a turn where. Like you just sort of discover that, uh, you know, underneath he's actually sort of a slime ball. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it was interesting how it kind of went from like one to the other as like the movie progressed, which I thought was well done. But so that movie ended. Then uh, it was probably, you know, about three hours into our five hour flight when the woman directly behind me starts to pass out. She's having a medical emergency. Oh, she's like an older woman. Her husband's with her. So apparently, from what I gathered, it was not the first time this had happened but apparently it was like the first time it happened on a plane and it was like a serious thing like she just couldn't get enough oxygen into her body or into her system or something like they literally had to go on to the intercom and do the do we have any medical personnel on board like that kind of thing oh wow they more or less got her stable like they just kind of got her to lay down and put her feet up and gave her like water and was like making sure like the eric was blowing on her i think like apparently that was like part of the problem was like the little air vents they give you like hers were closed for some reason like they never bothered to open them but consequently the pilot just like flew super fast into phoenix like it was supposed to be like a five-hour flight and it ended up being like 435 or something <laughs> just, just kicked it on up the notch <laughs> right well they can do that right it's just not fuel efficient that's why they don't do that but they can oh. do that okay and then like we landed and like i've never gotten to a gate so fast because like they cleared the runways and just like made sure we had priority so by the time we finally landed right because it was we were still like two hours an hour and a half in the flight when she had her episode like she was stable but not great so everyone had to wait while the paramedics came on board and she was able to like leave on her own power but she looked super like ashen and then uh we got out and i was like wow even with the paramedics coming out to escort the woman off the plane, I'm still ahead of schedule. It's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice turnaround. She, se- oh. she seems fine. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's my story of my trip. So it got exci- exciting on the way back. Yeah. The, uh, the way in was very uneventful, but the way back, lots of drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that is. Yeah, I've never been in the uh, medical emergency on an airplane situation. The stuff of movies, you know? I uh, I did my little part to help in that I turned around and opened the air vent because they couldn't reach it. Oh, so I was like, I got oh. you. Boom. Wow. So. You, I think you I mean, that's probably the most important piece of what happened. Um, right. I, You know, I agree with you. I don't think the cardiologist or the nurse that they got, you know, were nearly as important as me opening a vent. You saved her life, Adam. <laughs> yeah. You buried the lead. They were they were just there after the fact to like take you know take it from there, but <laughs> I think you did the heavy lifting on that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I landed and I told Brianne the story, and so we went and got Barrow's pizza. Oh, that's <laughs> why you got pizza. That yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, sure. I'm a hero. I saved someone's life. I better get pizza. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been like you know salad all all day long <laughs> well actually because i because i'd seen the founder a little part of me had a hankering for mcdonald's <laughs> that's, that's what they want <laughs> ale corporate so you just use that line all the time now well i did save someone's life so i deserve <laughs> uh i hadn't before but i guess i could start doing that now i deserve ice cream today <laughs> i saved someone's life i should get that second scoop <laughs> just do that in response when they ask if you want a second scoop well i did save someone's life (laughs) you're right also in addition can you make sure no one else gets a second scoop? (laughs) 
That's really the most important part right. of my second scoop. <laughs> oh, did you see the weird Australian Ben and Jerry's ice cream story or something? No. No. <laughs> I, I didn't read it carefully, so I might be getting this completely wrong. But the impression I got was that you couldn't go into like a Ben and Jerry's shop or some equivalent that they have in Australia. And you couldn't get two scoops of the same flavor until Australia legalizes same-sex marriage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why not? Are they on the verge of that, or are they pretty far away? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're going to be on the verge soon, because who wants two different scoops? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the thing that uh, puts it over the edge. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I am right. <laughs> We're all heroes today. That's right. <laughs> so when that happens, and, and same-sex marriage is legal in Australia, you can thank me. <laughs> you don't have to, but you can. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to think, and I, I don't think I have any equivalently entertaining airport stories. Well, Just, you had the story where you had to like wait in line for a while. Or, no, that was Alex. who had to wait in line for six hours. You're right. You have no entertaining stories. Oh, no. I, d- I had to do that, too. That was the day that I was flying Delta. That was the day that, like, their computer system crashed or whatever. So I was I was flying on that day. I'm sure nobody remembers by now, but it was, I don't know, three quarters of a year ago or something. So, yeah, What's we were Delta. Delta Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Is that, is that like United, but different? <laughs> <laughs> it was like United before everyone hated United. <laughs> We're only allowed to hate one uh, airline at a time. <laughs> yeah, it just gets passed around. <laughs> so I still have vouchers for that that I need to use. Because, yeah, I waited in line for, Car and I waited in line for like four or five hours. And then they said, nope, no flights. And then we had to go in really early the next day and stand in line again to get another ticket. We, as in you made Kara stand with you? Well, yeah. What else was she supposed to do? I mean... Have a I, seat somewhere and enjoy the Boingo free Wi-Fi for an hour. <laughs> for, a, for a half hour. And then again for another half hour. <laughs> That's right. Uh, there's nothing I hate more than trying to log into Wi-Fi at an airport and seeing Boingo pop up. It makes me so sad. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, there'll be an airport where it's just like free. Like, here you go. Yeah. Just just log in. <laughs> Those tend to be the small regional airports. I yeah, that's true. I think like a scene we're called it. Grand Rapids didn't have like a Wi-Fi password. Mesa Gateway didn't have a Wi-Fi password, but they also really didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> As in like they claimed free Wi-Fi and like you logged in, but apparently like the, the hub was on the other end of the terminal from where I was. So the signal <laughs> kept like cutting in and out i've got the well, lowest little half or quarter piece of my arc on my little indicator for wi-fi just got like one linksys router from like 2002 yeah <laughs> and a box of cisco routers that they haven't actually bothered to set up yet and those are they're getting pretty old too by now <laughs> they've been in the box for a while <laughs> and when they bought them they were already old Right. So they're double old. <laughs> it's like, oh, these will only work with singular wireless. Well, just gotta wait for them to come back. You need to connect with your Nextel phone. <laughs> your Altel. 
<laughs> yeah. I'll tell. Buy douchebags for douchebags. Oh, yeah. Chad. Chad, yeah. Oh. I never understood who those were supposed to appeal to. Yeah. <laughs> those ads. It was just like they picked the name, Chad. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> What's the douchiest bro name we can give this guy? Chad. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, here we are coming up on summer. In fact, we're coming up on Piscopo Day, actually. We are. Uh, we're not going to celebrate that in this episode, oh. but but one coming up very soon. Oh, okay. That's there. There will well, be. Gonna, I think we better going call. To re- we... Are we going to release this one before Piscopo Day? That's not clear. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, summer's coming up, and there's always blockbusters coming out. I was wondering what everybody's uh, most anticipated movie of this this summer is this year. Man, it's just always movies with you, isn't it? It is. That's 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 so, my life. It's like it's like you like movies so much you had to have a second podcast about movies. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about movies enough. <laughs> Exclusively enough. <laughs> well yeah, when we had that whole episode of this show where we just talked about things that I watched <laughs> and we're like, no more. We can't do that. It's gotta be a spin off. So now we've now we've moved on to things you want to watch on this one. Yeah. It's more of a uh aspirational. <laughs> podcast topic yeah. here i'm getting yoko ono out of the main podcast with your side plastic cinematic respect ono band podcast over there <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile paul mccartney here and uh ringo star <laughs> and george harrison who couldn't be with us today unless <laughs> <laughs> you'd rather be george or do you want to be paul i paul? i could be paul all right paul's paul <laughs> Okay. I'll be Ringo. Actually, I'll be George. Dan Baker can be Ringo when he shows up in future episodes. And I guess that means Doug can be Billy Preston. And Alex can be Pete Best. Yeah. This metaphor didn't break down immediately at all. (laughs) So I guess speaking of summer movies and Paul McCartney is a new one going. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You need to define what counts as summer. Because when you texted me this earlier, I said that my most anticipated summer movie had already come out. And you said beginning of May doesn't count as summer. So what counts as summer? Is it <laughs> I'm just anything you, after so, the 21st of June? I, I was kind of giving you crap more than anything there. I think May, as far as <laughs> summer movies goes, still counts as summer. I think it has to be May. Like May 1st is the cutoff. I think anything before that is a bit early. So yes. You can Guardians you can choose Guardians. Too. Yes. Although again, as I said, it's you're not anticipating it. It's already but happened. I was. You were. Well, that that was clear. All right. Let me. Uh, I guess let me look through the uh, the IMDb coming soon list. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think perhaps there was a no, reason I, just... I texted you what the topic was going to be? <laughs> Wait, what? To be fair, know. this is what You're I've been doing things. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Except just on like whatever Google Again, I, gives yeah. me whatever their widget. <laughs> I'm just I'm just giving you crap, Adam. <laughs> There's a mummy movie with Tom Cruise coming out. Oh yeah. I, I don't Car's really into the the original the mummy. Well, okay, sorry, not the original like the, the mummy. The, version? No, like the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
like the 2000 or 1997 mummy or whatever the original one was I, uh, again i use the word original it's not original my my vague memories of the 30s mummy that i saw like part of was that it was very talky <laughs> this could not be true at all but my memory is that of somebody talking to the mummy and like, but like having a conversation with the mummy and like some sort of like english estate house or something <laughs> maybe i completely made that up but i guess we should see what comes out around piscopo day huh there's I, a I, speaking of coming soon i just have to say something real quick here because you mentioned there's an imdb coming soon list mm-hmm so I type into Google, IMDb, coming soon. And what do I get but 1999's Coming Soon with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> and on, the, on this movie poster, it says, an American pie for teenage girls. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just so you know that that movie exists. All right. <laughs> so I guess for Piscopo Day... <laughs> There's Cars 3. There's something called Once Upon a Time in Venice with Bruce Willis and Jason Momoa. Okay. Transformers. What are we on? Six? Is this the sixth one coming out shortly uh, thereafter? Yeah. It must be. be. They don't really number on, them. Yeah. On, on June 23rd, we have another Jason Momoa movie, but this one also has Keanu Reeves and Jim Carrey. It's called The Bad Batch. Is that like the Dirty Dozen? What is that? No idea. I'm not fucking <laughs> the, the filthy few. <laughs> There's some terrible looking movie called Baby Driver that I assume no one wants to see. Uh, There's Despicable Me 3, which I assume everyone wants to see instead of Baby Driver. <laughs> On June 30th, the day after my birthday. Oh, I guess there is a Spider-Man movie coming out in July. The House with Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell. Yeah. Oh. Sign me up for reviews. There's a new Planet of the Apes movie. Has anyone been following any of those? Are they good? Because I've I've not seen one that was made after the 1970s. I don't think I've seen one made since the 1960s. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. I think I've only seen the first one, huh. and that's it. I saw. I've seen most of the old ones, except for maybe like the la- like Battle for the Planet of the Apes or something. But also, I, I think I saw that one that came out around what was it, 2000. The Tim Late Burton 90s. ones. I'm trying to remember when that was. Yeah, probably. From what I've heard, the most recent ones are pretty good, but I have never seen any of them. All right. Anyway, so what's your most looked forward to movie, Charlie? Uh, you anticipated my anticipations. Now I can't say Baby Driver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how about I don't know? The Dark Tower looks like it could be interesting, and Wait I'm going minute. to be dragged that, to it anyway. That was the one that. That caught my eye looking through stuff. Oh, that is August. For some reason, I thought that was September. Yeah, sooner sooner we thought. I was ready to yell at you for exceeding the limits. <laughs> oh, I am definitely looking at an IGN article that's like the 25 hottest summer movies for this year. However, it the first thing it listed was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. All right. Thank and you. it listed its release date as April 28th. So I don't think that's true. Well, that might have been the like premiere but i think wide oh i see but anyway doesn't that mean that like september movies when does uh fall start september yeah i would imagine labor day first oh officially fall yes yeah but i assume fall fall movie season's labor day ah you know kids got to go back to school and stuff 
that's partly why I think the summer movie season sort of starts at the beginning of May, because that's when a lot of school gets out. That's true. Yeah. As soon as people have the time. Like yeah. the college school, right? Or did, are there actually like college schools? Some of the schools around here get out in May, actually. Oh. Oh. Um, but then they start up in like late July uh, for reasons I don't actually understand. But so they just want them to go back to school when it's the absolute hottest it can possibly be in the <laughs> entire world. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so for me, my... it's probably a tie between the emoji movie <laughs> and, and the nut job too nutty by nature. I think. <laughs> Wait, not animal crackers? <laughs> Wait, what? You don't want to see animal crackers starring? Uh... Is that a remake of the uh, the Marx Brothers movie? <laughs> yeah, it's an animated remake. <laughs> <laughs> starring uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, Emily Blunt. Is it animated animal crackers? Is that literally what it is? Yeah. <laughs> really? Also, it's September 1st, so that's probably... It's before Labor Day. Know, Labor Day's like... That's, that might slip in. Yeah. Uh, I think my, to be semi-serious, my most anticipated movies are probably Spider-Man, just because that's the kind of movie I like. And the Wonder Woman movie's been getting enough sufficient positive buzz that I'm semi looking forward to that. But uh, there's also supposed to be a movie out in. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, right. Uh, Luke Besson has a new movie out in July 21st. The guy who did uh, Fifth Element is doing a sci fi movie called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. So that looked kind of neat. Is that like based on a, like a YA novel or something? I think it's like a French comic book or something. Oh, okay. Graphic novel, something like that. And then, uh, yeah, so on July 28th, there's this movie called Atomic Blonde, oh, where it's yeah. like Charlize, Charlize Theron's like a hit woman or like super powered hit woman or something, but it's supposed to be like something of like a throwback. Like to those, that's also been getting like positive buzz. Oh, an so. undercover MI6 agent. Yeah. Sent to Berlin during the Cold War. Yeah. So those are kind of the movies I'm looking forward to. Uh, Probably we'll go see Pirates 5 this weekend just so that I don't ever have to worry about seeing it again. <laughs> You're a completionist. I am a completionist, right? There's always the danger if I don't do the thing, like if I don't see in the theater, that I'll be in like Best Buy and be like, oh, you know, I never saw that. And $10, that's probably not a bad <laughs> deal. Because I have done that before. So far, it's panned out. Like I bought Kubo and the Two Strings that way. But I don't want Pirates Five to necessarily fall in that category. I didn't finish Kubo. I didn't finish Kubo because I think Car and I started it. Like we didn't know whether we'd like it or not. We started it on a weekday, like right before we went to bed. So I need to go back and start watching that. The animation was fantastic. I know. I know you'd mentioned you'd seen it already, but wait, you you start movies right before you go to bed? Not usually. If it's something we expect that we're going to watch the whole thing, I guess I just always. I'm like, well, I don't have two hours, so I'm going to downgrade to a TV show. <laughs> it's probably the smart move, but like I oh. usually end up watching two hours of a TV show when I do that anyway, though. So it's... Right. But except that's only like actually an hour and a half because you're on like Netflix or something. Right. So they're only 45 minutes. Mm. Right. So it's like, oh, I could watch two episodes of this or well, I guess I only have time to watch one episode of like. Some Arrowverse thing, or oh, I guess I only have half an hour. I guess I can watch an episode of Thirty Rock or Seinfeld, or well, I guess I only have fifteen minutes. I guess it's Adventure Time. <laughs> it's nice to have those shows around now, the fifteen-minute-long yeah. shows. Yeah, definitely. 
So, and then Wonder Woman, how much of that takes place in in the past, right? I it, believe, if not ne- all of it, nearly all of it. Because that's what it looks it's like. Kinda, it, yeah, it's kind of like, so like how the first Captain America movie of the new Captain America movies it takes place m- primarily in like World War II. Like this is the same thing, but World War One, I, I think. Okay, yeah. Which, you know, makes sense because in that Wonder Woman has never had a movie before. So they do, I think, on some level have to have some kind of origin for her. It's not like Batman, where I think you could probably get away or Spider-Man, right? Like these are characters that you can probably get away with not having origins for anymore. We'll see if Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie has an origin in it at all. But I suspect it actually probably won't. I hope not. I mean, since it's not even the first appearance of Spider-Man in this like Marvel movie universe, right? Yeah. Because he was in Civil War. So when's Aquaman? Uh, Hold on. Let me pull up my infographic (laughs) for just such an occasion. Aquaman is currently scheduled for October 5th of next year. Oh, okay. So still a ways. I didn't realize Justice League is actually the end of this year. Thought it was next year. You know, that makes me realize you're right. I don't actually know Wonder Woman's origin story at all. Right. I'm like, it's like, well, it's not like you can just kind of like guess, like, you know. Give us your guess. What do you think? Um, uh, some weird uh, mythical modern day incarnation of some daughter of some mythical god or something. Some goddess incarnate, but but not fully. Well, it's just, just a stab I, shot in I, the dark. I know she's from an island of Amazonians, right? Oh, okay. Right. That like maybe they're descended from goddesses. I mean, that would make sense, right? The Amazon connection. There was some um, sort of mythical origin. Yeah, but uh, I I believe it's one of the, it's like a no man allowed island or something. And like, she's the first one to go out into like the wider world and like forever. But she's also ageless, right? I don't want to say immortal yeah, necessarily. Right. Yeah. She either ages super slow or doesn't age at all. Yeah. Brianne's actually writes on the comics. She would know, but yeah, okay. actually hold on. <laughs> Brianne, stop doing yoga. Get over here. It's <laughs> very important things. <laughs> questions need to be answered <laughs> there's no other way for us to get these answers <laughs> we, only yeah, you we... this is this is good stuff all right hi brianne you're a special guest on the podcast hi hi brianne how you doing uh, wait so which beetle is she we're gonna have to like let people double like standing by hold on double b beetles <laughs> or like be half of a beetle <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm George's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his torso. <laughs> I'm his right hand. That's that's the business hand. <laughs> the playing business the guitar. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be the left hand, though. It's I'll be the fret hand. Important. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're ready. We don't know what you're talking about, but we're ready. <laughs> Are you talking about playing a keytar with multiple people? <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> Maybe just a regular guitar. <laughs> All right, Brand is here to tell us the origin of Wonder Woman as best she knows it. So the entire population of the Amazons was actually born when the gods decided they had all of these souls that were kind of like 
lingering in limbo. And so they created this, uh, this world of all women, all of these like Amazon women um, on their special island. But there were no men. The gods said basically wouldn't let um, any women converse with any men at all. And it wasn't until later that they saved one soul. And that one soul was to be someday used for a specific purpose, supposed to come and help the world in some way. At one point, the queen ends up actually meeting Hercules and all of Hercules' guys. I don't, I can't remember exactly how the guys came in, but they basically treat all the women very poorly. And Hercules... This is in like ancient times? Yes, off on their secret island. Hercules finds this island and then he ends up like ravishing these women, like uh, him and his men. Mm-hmm. And so the these Amazons are like, no more. They are going to basically fight against the men completely and they need a warrior to be able to do this. Well, in the midst of all of this, um, the queen also decided or wanted to have a child, but she wasn't going to have the child based of the ravishing of what Hercules did. So they took that extra soul that they had saved and they put the soul into basically a clay, a baby that was made out of clay that she had gone and 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 made this child in which the gods then put this new this soul in. And this was then Diana. Wonder Woman. So then she was the only child to grow up on this entire island. So she was like treated like the daughter of the Amazons. And then as she got older, she was then went through the challenges to be able to be considered the um, supreme like warrior or protector of the Amazons. And that's how after this, these trials, she ends up gaining the the gauntlets and being able to then protect both the Amazons and then also to be able to pre- protect the people of Earth as well. So that's how she got her powers was through these trials. And she was supposed to then take the powers after the goddess Diana, which is where her name came from anyway. And then she ends up fighting in Hercules in the meantime, and all of his men were banished to like the underworld. And so the Diana was also supposed to protect the vault that contained Hercules and all the underworld and evil things that were also there as well. Did that help? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I got a better sense yeah, of it than that. How is she Im- immortal or ageless, at least? Or is that not clear? I believe she's the daughter of Hermes. And so she's actually like half god. So part of her is half like the earth and the so, other. So she's a demigod? Yes. And the Amazons were all like children of the gods. So they all of them were considered to be immortal. They never aged. None of them did. So it was all part of kind of how the gods made that race. The gods meaning, you know, Zeus and Hermes. And, so then why does Wonder Woman go out into the wider world? She has to go on a mission. Hermes sends her um, after she becomes the warrior. So she's on a mission from God? <laughs> <laughs> or she's on a mission from a god. <laughs> now, granted, I'm hoping I'm not... <laughs> Turns out Wonder Woman is a Blues Brothers prequel. Blues sister? The Blues Brothers 2017. (laughs) Blues Brothers 1917. Get it right, Paul. (laughs) So Wonder Woman also had to go out into the world because there was um, this evil force that had been released onto the world that was like killing humans and causing, basically was going to cause the end of the world. And so she had to go out 
um, amongst man and try to stop this evil uh, force that would basically suck the lives out of every person that she touched. She just like ate everybody's energy, like life force. Wonder Woman went out and had to stop this creature and it turned out, well, I won't spoil the ending of who the creature ended up being, but is it Geppetto? What's really funny is that no, but you're not horribly far (laughs) off. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right. Well, spoilers, I guess. (laughs) I'm like, not Geppetto, but it's Pinocchio. (laughs) Jonah in the way. Uh, (laughs) All right. She can't say. I'm going to say if I, but I don't even know if this is what the movie's going to be about either. That's okay. Okay. And it's also based on that, on the artist's, the one that the comic line that I actually read. So we, I'm not sure if the history behind Diana is the Wonder Woman. And- I, I'm not sure it's a spoiler if you don't know what the movie. It's not a spoiler if you haven't watched the movie and you don't actually know what it's going to be about, right? Hmm. It's just a prediction. Yeah, so. Perhaps an accurate prediction. Geppetto rises. <laughs> <laughs> Geppetto rises. <laughs> that's Top actually a two. horror movie slated for 2018 <laughs> <laughs> the puppet master coming Geppetto <laughs> rises 2018 father of Chucky <laughs> just play when you wish upon a star in like a minor key <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> all right well thank you brian you can go back to murdoch mysteries now okay you're welcome if you need any more wonder woman information just let me know okay Okay. be a resident wonder woman expert (laughs) yes i just hope i didn't screw it up i just went (laughs) of the full knowledge of wonder woman (laughs) okay bye guys bye bye so all in all my prediction was not that off base yeah, apparently not. You know, God, but not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you say things vague enough, they can be always right. <laughs> yes, Demi God. <laughs> God, but not. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like that wraps it up for another edition of the <laughs> Gobeski Wallace Report. I am Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Waltz. And, uh, Thanks to our special guest, Paul Wilcox, for being here. Thanks for having me. Maybe next time you can bring uh, a friend or two, a famous friend or two along with you. A famous Paul or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll give you that heads up right now. There's going to be another Paul on the show. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> That's all the hint you're getting. <laughs> oh, all right, I'll be ready. <laughs> Please don't be Paul Rubens. Please don't be Paul Rubens. <laughs> Really, I'm just thinking, please be Paul Rubens. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Make sure to check out GobeskiWallsReport.com. We've got lots of exciting opportunities for you to entertain yourself there. Oh, I thought you were talking about job opportunities. The job opportunities we have don't pay, so they're really more of unpaid internships. And you can follow us on Twitter, at GW Report, and you can like us on Facebook. So if you're looking for an internship, talk to Charlie. An unpaid internship that gives no letter of recommendation. Just the satisfaction of a job well done. But you can stay at Charlie's house. Um, all right.
Now I gotta look this thing up. <laughs> I assume that there's probably, you know, the equivalent of an apple pie involved somehow. <laughs> Which coming? I'm not gonna go it? into speculating what that would be because it's a family show, but <laughs> that 1999's coming soon. Yeah, yeah. I just like to imagine uh, families gathering around their uh, Bluetooth speakers or something and listening to the show together. <laughs> <laughs> Got a 46 on Metacritic. Oh. oh. It's all about feeling good. The trials and tribulations of wealthy young Manhattanites and their sexual coming of age. The romantic comedy set at an Upper East Side prep school. Just very, very relatable material. Just, you know, <laughs> really for the every woman. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yasmin Bleef. Oh, okay. Spalding Gray and Mia Farrow. Mia Spalding Gray. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Oh, yes. An American pie for teenage girls, according to Time Out. (laughs) 